0: Enter the Bag End Book Club. I'm Nora. I'm joined by Jackson. Hello. And Em.
1: Hi.
2: And Autumn. You love keeping us on our toes with the way you intro these. That's right. This does
3: not, this does not keep me on my toes. When my name is said, I say hello. It's really easy, actually.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for the cat.
2: <laughs> I just always think I'm gonna go first, and then you mix it up on me.
0: Uh, yeah, don't want you to get complacent.
1: M's lying, they would absolutely be thrown if I started, like, fucking up the Gundam intro. That's
3: different. You don't do this. Nora just goes random. Um, okay, so you
1: just don't you come in you with I think you would no fuck up
3: trying to do the Gundam intro differently more than I would fuck up responding to it.
1: <laughs> absolutely not. I would have planned ahead of time. I can just fucking leave if that would make you feel better.
3: <laughs> no one else is going to watch SD Gundam Force with me, so No. <laughs>
0: uh autumn you are not here for our silmarillion writers guild adventures were you no well i was here for the writers guild but i'm not do they have like summaries of chapters written Ooh, this is a very big summary this is a very
2: long summary in my
0: experience these are better than the wiki yeah uh we will not be needing these necessarily but good good quick reference um should I, summarize, should I try to summarize The Flight of the Noldor? Well, first we read chapters 9 and 10 of The Silmarillion, Flight of the Noldor, and of the Sindar. Um,
2: I will do my best to summarize this chapter. A lot happens, a lot of it's really cool, um,
0: and there's like a couple key things that I latched onto. There's three different... Okay, so t- in today's episode of the podcast, mm. we have three different things happening at Roughly the same time. Mm-hmm. We have Fionor stuff, we have Melkor stuff, and we have Tingle stuff.
2: And I was mostly paying attention to the Fionor stuff, because I found that
0: most interesting, but there's definitely... Also, it's definitely Tingle, not Tingle. Yeah. But those three things, and at the end of these two chapters, we reach the point, I think, where all three things have happened. Okay. So... <clears throat>
2: As you may remember, um, Melkor and Angoliant made everything dark last time. Uh, they uh, made the trees dark, and the Valar uh, go and ask Feodor for the Silmaril so that he can revitalize the trees. Um, <clears throat> Feodor um, uh, didn't want to give up the Silmarils. Basically, he was jealous, and um, so. He, um, right, he didn't want to give up the Silmarils, and so he, like, curses Melkor for killing his dad, and then he leaves the Council of the Valar. He doesn't,
0: he's like, fuck all y'all, I'm out. Also, Melkor did kill his dad and stole the Silmarils.
3: Yeah, Yeah. this is the thing, he's like, he's like, if anyone tries to touch my Silmarils, I will kill them. And they're like, we don't do killing here. And then... Mm -hmm. But we're not going to stop you. Whatever you want to be selfish, be selfish. And then immediately after he leaves, news comes that uh, Melkor did all this first. Right. So Melkor and
2: Ungoliant have a spat because Melkor said, "I give it. I will give you the Silmarillion with both hands, or the silver." He said he would give
3: her anything she desired. He did not specifically name the Silmarils.
2: Yes, and she names the Silmarils, and he's like, "Oh, I didn't mean that." <laughs> and so he gives it to her with one hand and she's like you said both motherfucker um and they have a big fight and morgoth cries out um for he is so wounded um that like the whole land is scarred with his lamentations
0: he gets hooked up into this dark web and he screams and then who should arrive to save the day but the but balrogs a strike force of balrogs yeah springing to life out of the abyss of of Angband's ruins to save their lord and burn the webs and ungoliant fleas. and nobody knows what happened to her really but probably she ate herself like pizza the hut
3: it's true <laughs> it's specifically that melkor is burned by the silmarils by holding on to them
2: um, yes, to the point that he can
3: never change form again.
2: So he makes himself a crown and puts the Silmarils in the crown. This does not make him feel any better.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> they weigh on him. Um,
2: well, that's because
3: they're three big gems and it's just one crown. So it'd make anyone a little top heavy. <laughs>
0: um, meanwhile, um, oh, and he, he rebuilds Angband. Right. They're That's re- where he's at right now. Yeah, he's hanging in band. Uh Angband.
2: <laughs> um Meanwhile, uh <clears throat> Fëanor calls like uh all the Noldor and um he's like I want to be king now. Um and fuck the Valar. We should get the fuck away from them. They'll never allow us to be free. And um <clears throat> There's a lot of debate about this. People aren't sure what they want to do. Um, Galadriel shows up here in one moment. I don't remember what her position on it was, except that I do remember that she wanted to have her own land in Middle-earth. Um, yes. So um, I'm going to read this straight from the summary um, on Writers Guild. Um, Theonor swore a terrible oath then, and his sons also to pursue unrelenting anyone who kept a Silmaril from them calling the everlasting darkness upon themselves if they failed to keep their oath. Um, And the Noldor are pretty divided on what to do, but um, Feanor and the people loyal to him strike out, basically.
0: And then the other guys kind of follow, because they're like, well, shit, we should probably go with you anyway.
2: Yeah. Um, Fingolfin, who is his
0: half-brother, right? Step-brother? Yes yeah half brother fanor has no full siblings because his mom well yeah i remember yeah. that part anyway um
2: overcharged him <laughs> um he also tries to be the king of the Noldor, um but it doesn't really go that well for him um and uh oh right they... Nearly 10% of the Naldor remained uh, for various reasons. None of them cowardice. Very important.
0: <laughs> they want to go, and the the way they want to go, they have to either cross this perilous ice or get on boats. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we should probably get boats. They find some boats from the boat elves. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, can we have boats? And the boat elves, uh, the tellery, they're like... "Yeah." No, I don't think so. No boats for you, actually.
3: They're not your boats.
0: (laughs) The way that you love the Silmaril, we love our boats. And then Feanor says, okay, but we do have the swords, though. And so they take the boats. (laughs) At great cost to both parties. And and Mandos uh,
2: curses Feanor and the Noldor for doing this. Um, And he's like, you're all going to betray each other. You're all going to kill your own families. Like, you know... This is only going to end in doom.
0: And when you get old, you're going to really want to come back and be diminished. Yes. Um, that won't come up again,
2: I'm sure. No. Do, do the elves ever want to like go back west and diminish? Is that a thing? Anyway. anyway,
0: they may get through with the boats and they're like, oh, phew. So who's going to go back and get the rest of them? Because <laughs> only the most... Uh, the, the people who actually stole the boats and were most loyal or like, committed to the violence being committed... Um, were like on them when they left. And they're like, alright, so should we go back and get everyone else? And Fionnour's like, nah, let's just go with like this. And I'll also burn the boats. So they burn the boats. (laughs) And then everyone else who's left behind says, well, I guess we're walking on this ice. And they do. And some people died, but some of them made it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we are come to Middle Earth. Hey, what's that over there? Well, I don't know, what's that? It's like a us, but small. <laughs> but there's uh, no humans around, are there? The, I was right! The,
3: no, you were right. The thing uh, the thing that's in this, the end of this chapter is, because um, it hasn't come up yet because it's next week, is the Noldor they left behind make it over the ice and blow their horns at Middle-earth right as the first moon is rising. Hmm. Um, which we'll get later. Because next chapter is like the f- forging of the sun and moon or whatever.
2: Um, these chapters are fucking sick. I love... Feodor is such a shit, and I've really latched onto him.
3: Uh, we weren't done summarizing, because dwarves. The dwarves are here. Oh, but that's and chapter they fucking ten. L- Yeah, but you said these chapters.
2: Oh, I did say these chapters. You're right. <laughs> Let's just do the summary of chapter 10, then, I guess. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um... So, uh... Shortly after the elves arrive in Middle Earth, the dwarves come over the mountains, and they're like, "Hey guys, what's up?" And the elves are like, "What are these guys?"
0: And then the el- other elves who are already here are like, "Oh, those are dwarves. They invented trade." <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, they they call themselves the Khazad or Khazad. Yes. Khazad yeah, Khazad. Yeah. because because
3: um Maury is Khazad Dûm. They say that yeah. in
0: the rings. What does Kazod actually mean? Does is that ever like? Translated? I don't think
3: I don't know I don't remember.
0: Because I know the thing that's always obnoxious about all of fantasy is that the dwarves call themselves dwarves instead of calling everyone else like bigs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the hobbits literally do that. The hobbits call everybody else big people. Longshanks. Um, but um, so at first everything's pretty chill between the elves and the dwarves. You know, they don't have any sort of enmity when they first meet um and we get a lot of like Thingol and melian stuff as um uh they're like hey can you build um like a castle for us is that what it is um
0: well it's underground but yeah
2: right and the dwarves are like usually want payment for everything but they're like well we can learn a bunch of things from the elves and we consider that payment enough um but uh, Melian foresees that the peace between um, the dwarves and the elves is not going to last forever. Um, <clears throat> uh, and this is kind of... Con- this is a little bit before, like, Melkor gets out. that This starts to happen, I guess. Um, I forgot that we're ju- jumping back and forth in time a little bit. Um, uh, so... There's some servants of Melkor in the north of Middle-earth, um, and um, the Sindar, Thindar, Thingal's people um, uh, ask the dwarves to make weapons for them, um, which the dwarves are really fucking good at. Um, <clears throat> skimming the summary here. Um, Denethor, son of Lenwy, gathered his people and brought them over the mountains into the Beleriand um and uh the dwarves invent or not the dwarves the elves invent letters and the dwarves are like these are fucking
0: sick um the dwarves take more effort to learn elf words than the elves take to learn dwarf
3: words well also the dwarves don't teach people their language that's the thing about dwarves yes (laughs) Um, but it also means that Sindarin, which is the language of the people who stayed behind, becomes the de facto lingua franca of Middle-earth, despite mm-hmm. the fact all these haughty high elves are about to pour into the land.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um... I, I, I looked at the cause of the thing. As far as I can tell, there's no, like... It doesn't like human doesn't mean anything, right? It's just as they we named ourselves Khazad, right? They named we named ourselves human, they named themselves Uh The other names, however, is like Nogrim means the stunted people, which is a uh, dwarven name, or sorry, an elvish name. And the other elvish name is gonherim masters of stone, mm-hmm. which um, much more polite than stunted people. Yeah, I guess in
0: the in the context of Middle Earth, then maybe the w- word dwarf means is like comes after the people dwarf.
3: Yeah. Well, it's also Tolkien doing his, like, localization, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, they're probably called either Nagrim or Gonharim in, like, the language being used in Lord of the Rings. Mm. Um, But he's like, what does that map to in real life? Oh, kind of like dwarves, we'll use dwarves. And then Brute forced the plural of dwarves to be used with a V forever because uh, it was traditionally with an F. Um, I think it
0: it looks better for elves and dwarves to be with Vs.
1: I agree. Tolkien agreed also. (laughs) I feel like Elfin and "Elven" are very, uh, both words are very different Yes. even if if they mean the same thing, the vibes are just massively different
0: if an MF tells me he's Elfin, I expect curls on his shoes
3: (laughs) I think that was Tolkien's objection when his uh, proofreaders tried to fix that, he's like, it's not if you say that, people are going to get the wrong idea, you need the V it evokes a certain type of language usage
1: he was right about that yes (laughs)
2: Um, last bit from this, uh, of the Sindar chapter is that, um, so Melkor Morgoth shows back up in Middle-earth and, um, just kind of lashes out at the elves. You've got, um, <clears throat> Thingal and his, his people in the west of Middle-earth, and you've got Cirdan, who you might recognize as the shipwright, in the east of Middle-earth, um, and, the attack is like more or less successful. Um, scared the hell out of um, Thingal and his people, and drew uh, drove Quirin about as far west as it can get, as he can get, um, like to the edge of the sea, because he's going to be the shipwright. Um, and um, Thingal called as many of his people as he could into his realm, and Melian fenced the area against all intruders, calling this girdle of Melian. Girdle of Melian, and the realm was called Doriath, except in Doriath, and the walled havens at Phalas, the servants of Melkor roamed at will. Uh, So, Melkor basically has dominion over Middle-earth now. More or less.
0: Orcs are back, baby. Missed them. Did I
2: miss them? I don't know.
0: They're guys. They're guys.
3: We're not going to get orc chapters.
0: No yeah.
1: we barely get people talking to each other. <laughs> <laughs> it 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 is in many ways a book of nothing but guys, but in other ways there's very little guys content in this book.
3: <laughs> yeah. Like on the face of it, like like textually there are guys, but formally no guys. No guys. Yeah.
2: Fanor is the the a guy. guy.
3: Fano's the fucking yeah, guy. but Fanor is genuinely one of every single time someone's like, Will you do the right thing? And he's like, I swear to you I will never ever do the right thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely not the vibe I got from like the way people talk about Fanor in fandom. Cause I feel I... like people that I saw were always talking meant if Fanor was even mentioned, it was you know mostly like from movie. From like the movies and stuff the people were getting into this stuff. But if Theodore hmm. was mentioned, it was like, oh, this is one of the great, like, shining. This is like a paladin character. This is like a, go- a God. cool guy.
3: God.
0: Because he's, he's out there burning with passion against Melkor or whatever the fuck. No,
3: Theodore fucking not. sucks. Theodore <laughs> <laughs> <Fianor> literally <laughs> strands most off. of his people just because they it was too inconvenient to come back and pick them up.
0: Yeah. He's got places to go. I'm king. Fuck all of you.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. On his own with his like seven sons, he's gonna wrest Melkor's uh, crown down and get his Silmarils back. It'll take like three weeks tops. No problem.
0: It's him uh, and his seven uh, large adult sons. <laughs>
1: yes, and they've all uh like bound in a fucking NFT smart contract uh, <laughs> to make sure they fuck up the Silmarillion situation.
3: You really um, shouldn't swear things that are out of your control or the darkness take you,
1: because if it's out of your control. Darkness might just take you. You might just fuck up here. I, I think I'm going to- If I swear this, there's no way that, like, the passage of time can change morality and change my position on this matter. I'm just going to fix this one very specific logical issue for the entire nature of my relationship to, like, the concept of evil. Much, oh, that might be a bad idea.
0: Much like in the film Van Helsing- when uh, a certain king uh, swears that none of his, neither he nor his uh, family will enter the gates of heaven, the gates of St. Peter in the movie, outside, yeah. uh, unless Dracula is defeated, and th- they are running out of relics. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's a good movie? Van Helsing. Van Helsing. Yeah. <laughs> it's alright. <laughs> I uh, don't hate it. Quick note, just for a little fun fact, um, Outside of the external uh or, or rather the, the extra little bits at the end, next week we'll mark the halfway point on our journey with the Silmarillion. We're trucking. Damn.
1: Oh damn. We're we're booking it.
0: Next week we will be up to chapter twelve of twenty four, so that's cool. And then there's
2: the Calibath yeah. of you know, the Rings of Power. But yeah, those are both pretty you short.
0: Know, it's pretty bare bones, but um it's it's pretty fun actually. Um you know, it it keeps the the map is a little hard to read, but uh, it keeps the, the oh my god, the why? <laughs> why are you like
3: this? What's I the thing? like the things. Nora's I like. talking about roguelikes named after Lord of the Rings things.
1: Oh, okay. I completely Actually, was like I'll Nora started you know. saying that didn't make any sense, but I didn't quite <laughs> crop uh, well, onto the transition. A
0: is not a roguelike, it's just an RPG. Okay. It's a precursor my to mistake.
3: Ultimate. Okay. Lord British is somewhere very happy, sneezing in his castle. Lord British or is
1: not very happy. Well he's still sneezing his castle. Anyway, I, he is still sneezing in his castle.
0: Melkor right clicked the Silmarils. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no one else thought to back up their shit to externals. they were all like, Oh, it's fine. I'll probably probably won't. It probably won't like corrupt. It's fine. But I'll don't just need live on the two
2: trees, do we?
1: Sometimes <laughs> you just make a thing and you put your whole heart into it and you can't do it again.
0: Like a boy. Um,
3: yeah like a, like a like a boy or some gems or some trees
0: or a boat or boats
3: or boats or those boats were gifts from the water god that really isn't you
2: know but still they yeah, can't I make more yeah um yeah i really enjoyed these two chapters Particularly yeah. the flight of the Noldor, like everything, like kind of happening at once in that chapter, is so good.
3: I do love that in all all this like vast saying stupid shit that's going to doom you. Uh, Galadriel's like, I'd love it just to like a to own a land. What if I had a yeah. land like that's mine?
2: <laughs> I I love because I've read Lord of the Rings. I read that and I'm like, oh, Galadriel, you don't want this, but I know it's gonna be fine. I know it will be like-
3: fine. <laughs> but but even her end is to be in charge of that land so long and it costs so much by the end she's ready to abandon it and let Mm -hmm. it like go to seed right (laughs)
2: like yeah even even Galadriel at some point is like ah fuck this
3: (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) it's hard out there when Sauron shows up it's It's hard It's wild that, like, Sauron's barely a footnote at this point. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. No,
3: nobody cares. He's got a... The, the strike team of Balrogs get way better booking than Sauron.
0: But he is... Oh, I love the idea <laughs> of the strike team of Balrogs. It's for so good. Um, I love the fact that Sauron is just kind of, like, hanging out off screen taking notes so that he can do all of this shit again to Numenor later. Yes. It Didn't just, you see? Even evil has a beginning or
2: whatever the fuck that... What? There is a there is a trailer for the show that people got up in arms about because Amazon is interpreting the
0: Silmarillion differently from how other people interpret Every saga has a beginning. Well,
2: it's like it's something if the the tagline they put out is something to the effect of like Sauron wasn't always evil, but
3: he was I, he was indeed always evil.
0: Was he always evil?
3: Well, okay. But if you count like from the beginning of the world, yes. When when does time begin in a primordial religious state?
2: What like the song they sung made him evil. Yes. So I guess
0: in that case di- okay. D- the Valar didn't make the Maiar, right?
3: No, 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 no. They're part of they're part of the just the course of like Eluvatar made everyone um at, at the same time in I guess in theory. But the thing is like there was no t- There's no time in the before art is made, so... Yeah. What is, like, you know, like, how do you count pr- the primordial ether from which, like, creation sprung?
2: And Sauron has free will, but also, like, events had to always play out in a certain way. The problem... Okay,
0: wait. So... Yes. Does Sauron exist before we leave the music verse everything exists before
2: yeah
3: him. the implication is there's no it's not like new Maiar existed after the song the song is includes everyone who is ever there
2: yes everything is in the song and so like you know frodo is in the song you know well sort of kind of our hobbits in bit. the song
3: the the conception of the children of Iluvatar of Ilu- you- are in the song. It's just like the Valar don't notice them, right? Because they're yes. insignificant in, in yes. comparison.
0: I guess what I'm getting at is does Sauron exist as an entity of his own mind before he is hitched to Melkor's
3: like yes. deal? Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. It just felt like all the Valar kind of got little guys.
3: Hmm. Yeah.
0: I wasn't sure. sure. I wasn't clear on if they sprung up around them. I assume the
3: Maiar just existed. And then once the Valar were coming to middle earth, they sorted themselves into like, I'm going to help this guy. I'm going to help this guy.
0: Yeah. I think that's sort of how it's implied. Because this, this will be shown in the new television program. God, oh
3: God. I fucking hope not. It would be so <laughs> embarrassing if they, like, we're going to, in our fucking Amazon TV show, we're going to show the, like, music of a Louvatar. You fucking kidding me? Oh my God.
1: Someone pitched the it, idea. It, I don't know. It's going to be like uh, a oh. Black Void. It's going to look like a, a Winamp plugin uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. visualizer. <laughs> uh,
0: That'll be the opening narration. will be over the the music of.
1: The yeah, annual Yeah. I hate it. Because so, so, cause, does Melkor exist before Melkor turns evil? Or do, is... Be, obviously, there's no time, right? But this is more like a philosophical question than a canonical one. Melkor is, exists
3: before the music because the, Ma, the, the Valar exists to sing the music,
1: right? Right. But, but like, Melkor... Melkor as a narrative entity and, like, a character is defined by being the one who doesn't sing the song. Yeah. So was so presumably Melkor was before seeing the song, but then he changes his tune, but time doesn't exist, because this is the concept of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Time
0: Look. doesn't exist, but narrative time does. But Melkor went off to be emo in the darkness also yes. before the song. Hmm.
3: Which is how he came to his own thoughts, right? Now, the further question is, is there is there such a thing as a guy that can have his own free will if a Louvatar made all the guys? And that you have to ask a theologian. That's just normal God questions. Yes. Right.
1: I feel like that one's settled. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I don't I genuinely don't think that's true. I, I, think I mean, not in real theology. I think in Middle Earth though, that's settled. That's uh, no. Oh yeah, in Absolutely Middle Earth, in Middle Earth, yeah, they're like,
3: I mean, Luvatar is just like, well, everything's part of my stuff, so it doesn't matter what you do, and that's just going to bear out. We just know that,
1: like, true. people have free will, but yes. the free will is within the bounds that Luvatar sets. so he's already yes. won. He is yes. everything that, like, in Middle Earth. Yes. Question set. I cannot yes. ask, ask in real life theology. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. But I, I, like I thought you were saying
2: one. in real life for a second, and I was like, bold. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: yeah. By the way, I on on um this uh this podcast on the X. More audio network. I have solved all contradictions in theology. <laughs> the questions that have been, uh, uh you know, philosophers and theologians have been arguing about for millennia. I've I figured it out. It's, it's fine. so
3: wild. They came from you, who doesn't know fuck all about religion. It really makes you think.
1: I don't yeah. really know that much can, at all. No. Can
0: I? Can I ask you some? Que- I got some questions. I just need. Yeah, go ahead. Questions. I'll, I'll yeah. answer them all. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Why? Do, why does anyone care about Paul if he's not Jesus?
1: Who's Paul? The guy who wrote oh
0: the, the rest of the New Testament.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I told you, Jackson's no fuck-all.
3: I do the cross this motherfucker, like, four oh, times a week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's Paul, like, my Pauls. <laughs> uh, like, Paul's like a name, I hear. Is he one of the disciples, right? Is that no. Yes, but he's the one no. who created the fucking- No, he's not one of the disciples, but he is, like, the one who established the church. Yes. Okay, I know he was- I know it's, like, Paul. an important yeah. biblical figure, but I, I don't know the specific. I've not read the Bible- I've read some bit. British
3: people just don't pick up religion the same way. Or this might just be a Jackson. Camille's actually going to be in, like, actually, I picked up a lot of religion, so I get it. I'm going to cut this off of the past. Maybe it's just Jackson.
1: I went to multiple, like, church youth clubs and still fucking nothing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When when we finish Silmarillion, we'll move on to the Bible. Yeah. We'll all learn together. (laughs) I would
1: love to listen
3: to a reasonable Bible podcast. I don't think any of the four of us should be on it.
1: No. I know we've had some friends who've considered this exact idea. I don't know if it'll ever go ahead, but... it has been floated.
0: Yeah,
2: I I think I like. I think I could write a couple good emails to a Bible podcast, but I think that's about the extent of it.
0: <laughs> Are we done oh, here? I think we're done here. Are we?
3: Do you have something else?
0: We watched the Adventures of Robin Hood today.
3: Oh my <gasps> nope. God! You have export. <laughs> Go record an export if you're that hard up for podcasting.
2: <laughs>
1: that's true we'd love to listen to an expo. yeah
2: we we already did one and a half pop towns today and yeah we a i know way better movie so. i
1: listened to i listened to the bonus
3: episode, but not the full pop town yet uh breaking timeline order
2: speaking of the bonus episode, i could do plugs
3: could yeah
2: just, um so i'm on twitter at autumnal under i'm on twitter at autumnal underscore coffee I'm on co-host at Autumnal.
3: God, I was going to do this too. (laughs) (laughs) We're so obnoxious. We're so fucking obnoxious.
2: Um, You can uh, go to exportodd.io. That takes you to the Patreon page where we have links to all the free feeds for our podcast. Or better, you could give us a dollar a month. You get early access to most of the shows that we do and you get it all in one feed. And for $5 a month, you get Pop Town Funk, which now Nora will explain, um, and the new bit we're
0: doing for Pop Town Funk, maybe. Probably. Uh, Pop Town Funk is a podcast where Autumn and I roll a random Funko Pop using the uh, barely held together Funko app uh, and watch a movie or whatever. Uh, sometimes only one of us uh, actually reads the comics that we're set to do. Meow meow. Sometimes we. Just decided to do a different thing. uh, Because uh, unlike Middle Earth, we do have free will here in the real world. Um, And we are starting to consider a new thing, which is... um, Melkor
1: was doing that as well.
0: (laughs) Melkor voice, what if you had a specific Funko you wanted us to have to deal with? Uh, Now you can pay money to inflict a Funko on us.
3: Yeah. How much money?
2: We have tentatively set the price at $69.
3: Yeah. Nice. Only um,
0: until we picked a real price.
2: Yeah.
3: Here's my here's my question. I have like one important question. The person paying $69, do they pick the thing you're watching with alongside the you, Funko or just the Funko? No,
0: you pick I, a Funko and it can't be a real person Funko. It has to be a fictional character. I think people might be able to get to choose what we watch, but we might I think it's more fun if we if they can exclude one thing.
1: Sure, but like you can, your ability to avoid the (laughs) ramifications of the gimmick is legendary, and I feel like if I was paying for it, I'd want to know you do your fucking jobs. Yeah, (laughs) I agree. I agree. Can I I please
2: and send us a fairy tale Funko? You can say no. You have to watch like the first season or whatever.
3: (laughs) Not the first season. Don't say the first season. It's only sixty nine dollars. Watch like six episodes and call it good.
1: What? If you would so kindly in the chat place a li- the, the the Funko search thing you use, please, so I can I can I can uh, check. What Funko the-
0: so what we do is we go to the Funko app on our phone, see, open the catalog. Okay. And will
1: Funko.com it- have this? The ser- if I just no, type in the search. No, form. no,
0: no. You can only use the Funko app on your phone, and that gives you a number that is the number of products that are not all pops, and we just generate a random number from that. And scroll t- until we hit a Funko Pop, and that's yes. what we pick.
3: Yes, I would okay, so like. Fun- I would like to state for the record that not pick, not allowing real people to be chosen is cowardice.
0: We
2: started planning this on air. Haven't talked about it since we were on uh, on air, and so I would like to set an exact number. We might, we might keep it at sixty nine dollars because that's funny. Um, it's pretty fun, and I, I might want to set like here are three rules you have to follow or something. Um, number one might be you cannot
0: send Laura Palmer wrapped in plastic. <laughs> you can't fuck but. us on this, is, is what I want to go for.
3: Uh, I would for like to state, there's like a, I? D- I think there's a gap between you can't send Laura Palmer wrapped in plastic and you can't fuck us. And I, I think you've gone too far with you can't fuck. The whole point of paying money for this yes. is to fuck you on this. <laughs> yeah,
1: so. You watch Guardians of the Galaxy 2, you watch Moonraker, how fucking worse can it get? <laughs>
2: I. <laughs> So yeah, I wanna I wanna like just think about it and see like I wanna set like just a few very tiny tiny rules maybe possibly or we might just say ah sixty nine dollars we'll do whatever
0: we'll do whatever until somebody takes it too far <laughs>
1: yeah I mean like everyone knows that it you know it's just
3: this a, is this a is a podcast. responsible podcast planning and community management to just say let it rip until something goes too far
1: <laughs> <laughs> everyone understands that you like you're not being held at gunpoint if you didn't re- if you really didn't want to do something you would just explain that and it would be fine yeah However, would give you your money think,
2: back or something
1: <laughs> I think absent that specific outcome uh, this, this, uh, this approach represents a fear to commit to the gimmick that you chose you <laughs> chose the Funko Pop life it could have been fucking anything
2: I feel like I... this is like two steps away from a Revenge of the Sith monologue <laughs>
3: you chose the gimmick I was looking at John F. Kennedy Funko Pops as part of this discussion, because they, they exist, of course. And I saw a signed one and I was like, wait a second.
1: <laughs> by, <laughs> who? by whom?
2: Uh
3: I would give you one guess. Uh
2: that that guy who's in Congress now.
3: No. no Stephen no. King.
2: Yeah.
0: I was gonna say either Stephen King
3: no. or whoever...
1: Stephen King JK. <laughs> So
0: well then fucking... you gotta
1: read eleven twenty whatever right. sixty three Or the
0: miniseries there was oh. like a there was like a miniseries yes. about that. Yes. No, yes. it's yeah. Martin it, Sheen. You would have to read
1: it. Martin oh, Sheen my, Oh right, why Martin I was giving it took me a second with yeah. Jesus why Christ. Why Martin
2: Sheen? Who's Martin Sheen? The West
1: Wing. The West nope. Wing.
2: What did you just say, Dora? Who's Martin Sheen? Oh, Christ alive. Uh I I
3: would have I guess okay, it's now, a, now she, she played again. Kennedy in a miniseries in the okay. 80s.
1: Very yeah, I famous. Think he also did that. Yes, yeah, he does. I only okay. need the West Wing stuff.
0: Autumn, answer that question again as if you respected me as a human. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my <Martin laughs> Sheen is an actor. One of the most fucking famous actors of the 20th century. Can't be that famous. Never heard of
3: him. <laughs> <laughs> he's an Apocalypse Now. That's him. Never seen it. He's, he's President Bartlett in the West Wing. Seeing.
0: This face looks tiny. He's of in the... Mass
3: Effect Oh, two. right. He's oh, the elusive oh, oh, man. Okay. I was like, this
0: <laughs> Yeah, is now you
3: fucking know. know. <laughs> Jackson, anyway, do your plugs. He
0: looks like the guy from... I, no, no, no. Scrubs. Jackson,
3: do your plugs. Louder. Over Nora and Autumn. So no one can hear them ever again. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs>
1: Uh, I am on uh, Twitter.com uh, as Head Falls off. I guess I'm also on co-host at Head Falls off. Uh I wasn't going to make a whole fucking bit out of it like these chuckleheads. I just uh, said it.
2: I didn't make a bit.
1: <laughs> you both turned it into a bit. Who? Who? <laughs> Not you. The Leon, You're I'm innocent on this one. You're still guilty done for the My yet, Machine right. thing. Um, anyway, uh, that's me. Head Falls off all around the internet. You can find the podcasts we do uh, at Uh, Go listen to them. A bunch of good ones. Um we just did a mother three podcast on our normal mapping, our game club podcast at the best game club, uh, that I really liked. I'm really proud of it. I think that's a very good episode of a normal mapping. You should listen to that.
3: It
0: is.
3: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at EM underscore being, and on coast at EM dash being, um, you can support me and Jack's podcast at patreon.com session mapping. For $10, you get VoIP life. The most recent one is a crossover. We did, uh, Reptory Screenings and Ornate Stairwells. You can also get that for $5 on the expert Audio Podcast Network. Um, it was really fucking good. You should listen to it. I also want to say, for the record, Martin Sheen was in the news recently for saying that he's really sad he didn't use his real name in acting, uh, because in his real life, he just go his name's uh, Ramon Estevez, um, and he always went by that. He was really proud that Emilio has used the real, his real name, and didn't feel the pressure to change it um said nothing about charlie sheen <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> fuck him anyway
1: <laughs> uh very funny but yes that is um
0: i've only seen one movie oh two here's two movies that he's in you're about to say spawn aren't yes, you i have you're
1: seen about to see spawn. the amazing spider-man yes, yes the
0: amazing spider-man and spawn that's it you, well, seen you should watch Depart- and... now
1: is there a pocket now even...
3: funko there's got to be a pocket <laughs> Is are there Apocalypse, apocalypse now, Funko. now Funkos? Are there Apocalypse Now Funkos? Of course there are Apocalypse apoc- apoc- Now Funkos! I there's one fungos. of the,
0: isn't, um, um, what's his name? Harrison Ford in that movie is, like, as is, He's, yes. Yeah. You know
3: what? I
1: don't think he's I in I that they're, yeah, for, they're, not,
3: they're not Apocalypse Now Funko Pops. That does oh not happen. No. They
1: got fucking John F. Kennedy. Yeah, yeah I mean, I that's I don't a, know where one, they one got of the most famous American presidents. Harrison
0: Ford is in that movie for a... About two minutes. Yeah, but uh, if I the, was making Apocalypse Now Funkos, I would get the Harrison Ford Funko. Sure.
3: You wouldn't. You haven't watched the movie. I promise you, you would not. Uh, the important thing about the John Kennedy Funko is it's under the line ad icons, which I think is just, like, giving the whole game away. Um, I forgot
1: uh, that Mark had now.
2: played JFK. I only remember uh, Kevin Costner, JFK.
1: M is resistant. When I say that we have to do JFK for Bloodbusters. we just have to.
3: Kevin Costner doesn't play JFK in the movie JFK. Are you fucking out of your mind?
1: Is that no, a, he's no. is that is, is that in Thirteen Hours or whatever it is? I don't is
3: think a, he plays. He I don't there, even think he plays Kennedy in Thirteen Hours. Does he? David no, I just know that's a Kevin Costner movie. Some
2: movie I, I have seen where Kevin Costner 13, plays JFK.
0: Days. Who is Kevin Costner?
3: Thirteen days. <laughs> yeah, Thirteen days. Kennedy is um, yes. Bruce Greenwood. Yes. Holy shit! That's good casting. That's way better casting than Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner is uh, Kenneth O'Connell, and he's just special assistant to the president. Like so that
2: movie's I, good. I watched 13 Days in I, a history class and like. Me grade. too.
1: Me fucking too. <laughs> My actual failed Tory MP history teacher showed us 13 Days instead of teaching us anything.
2: Anyway, Nora, Kevin Costner is John, is Pa Kent. In the, the Spider-Verse. I'm going to I lose my goddamn I didn't mind. See Man <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. Anyway, I'm you with can find you. me on this Twitter,
0: at neither Nora. You can find me on co-host
3: at Ashley. Didn't you already do this? I thought you no, already did this. That's oh, Ash, okay. like the name, uh, Worm of Like this.
0: the Creature. Uh, you can find stuff I've done at norablake.online.
1: <laughs> worms are also creatures. It's spelled with a Y. You said worm like the creature, and I was like, yes. it's worms <laughs> are creatures.
2: <laughs> it's worm. A s h e w. Y-R- <laughs> I, yep. I, I, I just tripped over the letters. That's
0: all. <laughs> um, I don't. Uh, oh, I forgot what I was gonna say.
1: That's fine. Uh, what's the line? End the podcast. It's, we we it's fine. It's fine. Let's go. home
2: Kevin Costner was Wyatt Earp in Read for ruin and the
1: Red <laughs> Read for Ruin and the Red Dawn.
0: Read for Ruin and the Red Dawn.